Does your trailer suspension suck? This is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer Podcast, delivering the smarts you need to enjoy the freedom of the RV lifestyle without the fear of breaking down. So today we're going to talk about trailer suspension, and there's a lot of it to talk about, although we're going to do it quickly. <laughs> and we're going to provide you a lot of information so you can make a decision on your own. But we're also going to talk about FMCA rallies and Dometic water heaters. Mm-hmm. And Austin, Texas. Can't forget Austin, Texas. <laughs> Everything's big in Texas. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start off with living the RV life and FMCA rallies. So Alexis, mm-hmm. have you been to an FMCA rally? I have never been to one. <laughs> oh, shame on I know, you. I know nothing. No. <laughs> no. All right. That's okay. <laughs> so FMCA stands for? Uh, Family Motor Coach Association. All right. Very good. <laughs> So they're not called motor coaches today. So that organization right. has been around a long it time. It has. It has. It's a good one though. <laughs> so there's a lot of FMCA members. There's a lot of FMCA rallies and there's stuff to go with mm-hmm. it. So rallies is what we're going to talk about exactly. really. Right? Yeah. Yep. So what does an FMCA rally consist of? Well, um, it, it's all about being excited about the RV lifestyle, which is so fitting. Um, you can go there, they, they share ideas about their own experiences. Um, they have local resources to wherever you go. Maybe you're, um, wanting to see what you can get fixed or upgrade. So they have that kind of thing. They have skill labs, so you can go and practice your RV skills, whatever, (laughs) you know, they have hands-on activities. Um, it's actually, it's very, very cool. It's kind of a community feel. Right. Sort of thing. So the FMCA rallies are generally much bigger than an RV show. Oh, yeah, huge. You know, there's not as many of them, mm-hmm. three or four a year, I think, something like mm-hmm. that. They're mm-hmm. usually in places that are pretty cool. They can hold large crowds. Yep. So they're, yeah, like Alexis said, it's more of a community. Yes. So it kind of draws you in, and you can learn to drive a motorhome there. They got yep. everything. Exactly. I mean, just anything related to an RV it's, or a motorhome is probably going to be there. Uh-huh. Yep. Or some sort of resource, insurance companies, um, you know, road repair yeah. things, you yeah. know, there's just so much. Yeah. Because, you know, you do need all that with an RV, you, you know, and sometimes yeah. it's almost like driving a semi, you know, yeah. it's a different <laughs> it's game good. than pulling a trailer. Yeah, exactly. And of course, <laughs> there's food there. Oh, always. Usually really good food. <laughs> all the good carny food. Bad, but good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you can probably buy some sort of cheap exercise equipment there too, you know, exactly. you can keep in your RV, but <laughs> you can ask for it to keep you on the on the the next stop so you know where you're going to go and get work off that food that's right (laughs) so the fmca rallies are pretty cool they're definitely worth going to Mm -hmm. if you have a motorhome it's worth being part of that association Mm -hmm. you know to for like a vendor to sell there they have to become part of the association you know so there's benefits to it um Mm -hmm. You know, if that's your gig, then mm-hmm. definitely look into it. It's like a big family. <laughs> if not in, go to one once and, you know, yeah. you'll enjoy it no matter what. It's part of that RV show stuff, which we've yes. talked about um, just in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So these will be on the website, Alexis? Yes, they will. They're already up there. <laughs> all right, cool. So they're already on the smartrver.com, so you can check out where all the FMCA rallies are for mm-hmm. 2023. Yep. And have fun. Check them out. <laughs> All right, so now, staying on the road, and today the question is, does your trailer suspension suck? And my answer is, I bet it does. 
Because <laughs> from the factory, it's going to be lame. <laughs> you know, most trailers, when they're made, horse trailers, cargo trailers, travel trailers, fifth wheel trailers, it doesn't matter. Um, they come with lame suspension. It, this suspension has been around for hundreds of years. The leaf spring suspension is not new. I think it was used in the 1700s. <laughs> so, you know, the kings had to ride on something nice, so they did what they did, had to do to make it nicer. Now, it might have been the exact same leaf springs, but it was something like that. So it's been around a long time. It's an old technology. It's kind of like drum brakes. It's old. It's worn out. You know, so you got to improve upon it. And there's some, you know, you think about a trailer, like what does it matter if my suspension is good or not? You know, how does it affect me? I don't ride in the trailer. You know, I never ride in the trailer. I would never ride in the trailer. You don't put passengers in the trailer, which is true. You know, same with fifth wheels. There's no one back there. But, you know, it's a house built on wheels. And the worse the suspension is, the worse it's for the house. Now, if you go back to the 1800s and you had a prairie schooner wagon <laughs> and you're going across the plains with no suspension, that wagon is going to get beat to death and so is yeah. everything in it. Yep. It was so bad that settlers walked next to the wagon. Uh-huh. Okay. Exactly. It sounded riding in that thing, you know? Yeah. So whoever drew the shortest straw is the guy that got to, you know, run the horses and sit mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. You know, the smarter ones walked next to the horses or if they had donkeys pulling one, you know? Yep. But... So we're in modern times. You can't, you know, walk next to your trailer going down the road. <laughs> and you're driving in a car with pretty good suspension or a truck, so it might not affect you. But it's everything in the trailer mm-hmm. and the trailer itself. It gets beat up a little bit more every uh-huh. trip. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you don't realize it until you don't tie something down and it bounces off the bed and lands on the floor and it mm. breaks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a TV, maybe it's something smaller, but it happens. The stuff just doesn't sit there. Right. You know, some of the, the, um, off-road trailers that there's a brand that comes out of Australia, they have independent suspension on them. And those things, you can literally set a cup of coffee on the kitchen counter, go down a dirt road and it'll still be in the same spot. Wow. It's independent Incredible. suspension, which, um, is not coming on RVs. You know, very few have yeah. it. I think more ride makes an independent suspension, a true independent suspension. And it's not something you'd probably want to upgrade to. It's kind of a major deal to do, but on a new RV, if it has, it is cool. If it's a good one, there's cheap independent stuff out there trying to simulate that off-road thing. You know, a lot of RV manufacturers now, they, they make the trailer a little higher off the ground, put on some knobby tires and they call it an off-road trailer. It's really not. It's just a trailer with knobby tires on it, you know? So don't be fooled by that. Okay, getting off subject here. All right, (laughs) so now, the suspension's important. It will save the life of the RV or extend the life of the house, if you will, the box, and your possessions inside of it. Things aren't going to rattle as much, and there's so many things in an RV to rattle and bounce around, you know, so it just makes that ride better. So how much money do you want to invest in it? Well, that's a good question too, because you can get really into this and spend a lot of money, or you can go on the less expensive side and still have some good results. So it just kind of depends on what you want to do. So as far as making that ride better, you have your leaf springs, which they're going to stay there. Um, you have your axles that doesn't change. So none of that changes It's what you do with that stuff. 
So for example, you have the equalizer, which um, on a tandem axle trailer, and we are talking tandem or triple axle trailers here. Single axles, there's not much you can do other than put on shocks and pray. <laughs> tandem axles, those triple axles, you can do a little bit more. So the equalizer is what connects the uh, two leaf springs together and it hangs off the frame. So it has three connection points. It's kind of triangular shaped. So that's been the same for decades, forever. Mm -hmm. But it's that game has changed and there's ways to replace that and put in something better. In fact, Dexter makes one, Lippert makes one, Moorride makes one, um, Roadmaster makes a system that replaces that. Um, Lippert makes a system as well besides their um, Equiflex. And they also have Armor Guard, I believe it's called. Um, it's not on my list here, but there's another one that Lippert has. And these replace that equalizer. And they all install the same way. You use your same leaf springs. You just, same mounting on the frame. So it's not really that big of a deal to do. You just mm -hmm. have to take your old equalizer out, which means undoing the leaf springs from it and, you know, making sure your axles are jacked up. So there is some effort there, taking your tires and wheels off, um, mm -hmm. getting access to it. Mm -hmm. But they are a do-it-yourselfer item. You just have to be a little more careful because you have to deal with the axles. You know, you, you got to jack up the trailer, lock up the frame so it's on its own, and then put jacks underneath the axles you take this apart so they just don't fall on the ground or fall on you, whatever right. might happen there. Uh-huh. And what's cool about these add-ons that improve your suspension, in most cases, it won't affect anything else. If you went to disc brakes later on, if you uh, have to change an axle, it gets bent, or you upgrade your axles, um, depending on what that upgrade will require, it might not affect this at all. Um, so that's what's cool. And if you buy a, a tire, how do you say that? Tire protection device, one of these hey. things that keeps your tire from shredding the rest of your RV when it blows out, like RV Defender. Yes. <laughs> these you don't have to worry about changing this mm -hmm. so there's some pluses to that so once you buy it it's yours you don't have to worry about that so dexter has one um it's called the easy flex equalizer and it's red they saw the pictures are red i'm finding that some of these have a picture online that's one color but when you get it it's something completely different if huh. it's even painted <laughs> so there's it's pretty nice it's um you know, works off of rubber bushings, and as the leaf springs go down, it puts pressure on that rubber bushing, and it gives it a softer ride as it goes. And they're relatively inexpensive. They're in, like for a tandem axle trailer, so a pair of two, they're probably around 300 bucks. Um, Lippert has their Equiflex, which is very similar to the Dexter. Now, they're going to say it's completely different, but when you look at the information and we're putting this on the website too we're gonna you know not a side by side but it'll all be there so they're gonna say theirs is better dexter's is gonna say theirs is better but you kind of have to look at and decide you know which one's better for you mm -hmm. in your application so lippert has the equiflex and then on their website they're yellow mm -hmm. in real life they might just be metal steel silver gold anodized with <laughs> something and then Moorride has the SRE and the CRE. And they're 
Theirs are definitely different because there's a weight rating on them. So different uh, weight ratings on the axles, but they perform very similar. But depending on which axles you have, you might only be able to use one or the other. And same with the Dexter and uh, um, Equiflex from Lippert. They have axle ratings, so it depends on your axle. In fact, More Ride's website, what I really like about it is for theirs, they have a worksheet you go through and they have you get all these measurements and it makes and it basically guides you into which one's going to work. So you can't buy the wrong one if you go through their worksheet and do it properly. Mm. Where Lippert and Dexter, as I recall, you just buy it for based on the weight rating of your axle and that's that, tandem mm. axle or uh, triple axle, but the weight rating of it. Mm-hmm. And so... The weight rating is important. You have to consider that. So if you're thinking about upgrading your axles, you know, to a higher weight rating, which would change your leaf springs if you did that right, you wouldn't want to buy one of these yet. You'd want to buy it. Well, it depends. Some of them might be from a 6,000, 8,000 pound axle or whatever. So if it'll work, you could do that um, or just do the upgrade and put this on at the same time. Probably the easiest thing to do rather than doing it twice. So those are equalizer type of suspension upgrades and they definitely work um we have a trailer we bought for the business and it's going to get one of these i'm not sure which one yet (laughs) (laughs) i've looked at them all and i like them all so it might just be picking it by color i like the red one you know it really looks cool but um no i'm just kidding but i'm going to get one of them and i'm leaning more towards the more ride that's just what I'm leaning towards doesn't mean that's what I'm going with. And also some trailers have what is called wide track suspension. So that equalizer is longer than normal. Well, huh. so normally let's say it's eight inches. These are like 12 or 14 inches longer. So the wheels are farther apart and it's supposed to improve the ride. <laughs> so, um, more ride has one for that. Lippert has one for that, but I'm not sure if Dexter does. Um, so you'd have to investigate that. I forget. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember if you have that wide track, if your wheels are t- or tires are, you know, more than four or five inches apart, you probably have wide track. So you definitely want to investigate. That's where that more ride worksheet, you would catch that if you weren't sure it has you measure the equalizer hole to hole. So that would make perfect sense. Hey, this one's wider. So I need this system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now Roadmaster has their system as well. Now it's, it replaces the equalizer, but it's not an equalizer system. It's, um, it's, it's similar, but it's not the same because it's more complex. Roadmaster has their comfort ride system and it replaces the leaf springs as well. So your leaf springs on, on, on a trailer will have two eyes, one on each end where the Lipper, I mean, the uh, Roadmaster has what they call slipper springs. Slipper springs have an eye on one end and the other end doesn't, and it slips back and forth. Now, these slipper springs are a little more, they look different than normal. They're not one you're just going to be able to replace on the road unless it's a Roadmaster dealer you find and they have one. So that makes it a little more of a challenge. If one were to break, you would have a problem unless you have a spare, which I would definitely have at least one spare. Whereas like if you have the Dexter equalizer or the Lippert or the Moore ride and it breaks, you can just go back to your regular equalizer, you know, um, to get yourself down the road. You wouldn't carry a spare one, but if you had to, you 
use this regular equalizer, you know, not a big deal. So the, the Roadmaster one makes it a little more complex because of that slipper spring, but they are available from Roadmaster and a Roadmaster dealer who sells a lot of these probably have springs sitting around for sale. It's a pretty slick system. It seems like it would work really well. But one thing about it is they highly recommend that you use their shock system with it. And so they have really nice shocks as an add-on. They're, um, they're high-end shocks, and they work ideally with their Roadmaster ride control system. The shocks will work by themselves, but they mm -hmm. work better with the ride control. Yeah. And, you know, even for a shock option, if you just wanted shocks, it'd be a good shock system, but it's not cheap. Okay. You know, Lippert sells shocks for trailers, and it's about $250 for a set of four. Wow. Roadmasters are around $700. Mm, and and their comfort ride system is 1200 I think. Okay. So you're into it a couple thousand bucks to have a really, really nice ride. I bet it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a nice system. Mm -hmm. Um. If I could get them to give me one, I'd definitely put it on my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so Roadmaster, if you're listening out there, I'll try out your system for you. <laughs> but that probably won't happen. Like I said, I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with. But because of the money, I don't see the value in it for my trailer. Um, that's me. I would like it, but not going to spend the money on it. It's a lot of money, so you have to evaluate that. And I'll tell you, the, the equalizer-type systems do get good reviews. And if someone came into my store wanting the Roadmaster system and they did their research on it, I would not try to talk them out of it because it is a good system. Hmm. You know, I don't think you can go wrong with that, period. Nice. You know, if the money's there, do it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. Now... I did mention they have shocks, and Lippert also makes a system um, for some add-on shocks. It's $250. The shocks are probably not that great of shocks, but shocks can always be upgraded. So if you use it and the shocks wear out or you decide you want to put on better shocks, you're just buying it for the hardware, basically. Um, you could add shocks. You can get them in the auto parts store. You go with gas shocks, whatever you want to do. You just have to match up the size, the stroke, and all that. That's not a big thing. Um, kind of a normal thing to do, matching up shocks or buying them by the size. Uh -huh. Not the end of the world. So that's an upgrade as well that you can do for your suspension is adding on shocks. Now, with, with shocks, you could just put those on and not do the other things if you didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Or you can do the other things and put the shocks on. Now, I would recommend doing the shocks and the equalizer, if you're going to do the equalizer, do them both. You know, it's not going to break the bank. You don't have to do them at the same time. It'd be easier to do them at the same time, but you don't have to do that. Uh -huh. Um, you know, or buy, buy one set and wait until you save up and get enough money for the other one. There you, go. you know, that way you have them, you're ready to do it. Um, and then there's another system out there called center point from Lippert components. Now this is an airbag type system. I believe it retails for $1,800, $2,000. I've seen them. I don't know that I'd put one on my RV unless I had a real high-end trailer or, or fifth wheel. Uh -huh. It's a, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff 
<laughs> Forget the money. It's just, to me, it looks like a big old weight you're putting on there. Oh, wow. It's okay. A, you know, it just looks clunky to me. Mm. And what I don't like about it is one thing that is just, if it breaks, you're probably not just going to be able to get apart. I think with Roadmaster, if one of their leaf springs breaks, you'll be able to get it from Roadmaster quick and you'll be able to get something from Lippert Components. And it's probably going to be more red, readily available. A dealer, if you walk into a dealer somewhere, even if they don't sell Roadmaster, mm -hmm. they can get the leaf springs. Mm -hmm. And Lippert's the same way. Yes. You know, anybody can buy from Lippert, you know, I mean, a dealer can, no problem, but it might be harder to get. Right. And it might take longer. Um, Lippert sometimes is weeks out on stuff. Yep. Um, Roadmaster <laughs> seems to be, you know, not that same way. In fact, talking to Roadmaster, everything they have is in stock all the time, you know. So the, the Lippert one, it might be the system for you. Now, I, I'm not going to break it down very much because it's more of a complex system. It's one of those things you got to look at. Um, look at the installation instructions, and I highly recommend that on all of these systems. Even a set of shocks before you buy it, and if you're going to do it yourself, see what it takes to install it. Mm -hmm. It's not as straightforward as you might think it's a little more complex than just you know two bolts because that's what you think of with shocks you know you have to mount a bracket on the frame you have to mount a bracket on you replace the tie plate on the axle and the leaf springs which isn't hard to do it's just more things um does it come with new u-bolts if you have to replace your u-bolts um which you know it's some recommend replace them every time you take the bolts or the nuts off some people don't uh -huh. It's up to you, um, but if it comes with them, put the new ones on. Don't mess around with it. Save your old ones for spares or something. Right. So those are considerations, you know, and the U-bolts are probably going to be real long to fit all the, the leaf spring package thicknesses, so they might be too long. You might have to cut them off, so there can be a little more to it, but it's not the end of the world. You know, if you want to improve the ride, it takes a little bit of work, uh -huh. but all of these systems are do-it-yourself systems. These are nothing that you'd have to go to a dealership for a RV repair center unless you just didn't want to do it or you don't have the right tools. If you have a friend who does, you know, a couple floor jacks, some jack stands, some wrenches and sockets, you know, you're going to get this done. And it's not going to take forever to do. You know, this is definitely, you know, a half a day at most unless you run into problems or, uh -huh. you, you know, get carried away and do a bunch of other maintenance while you're there. Right. Which would be a good time to do some of that, possibly. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Um, we'll have it on our website at um, smartrvpartcenter.com. And also, I have information on um, the smartrver.com, both places. And if you ever need help with upgrading mm -hmm. a system like this, just give me a call. Just call Eric at the Smart RVer, and that's me, if you don't know that, <laughs> and I'll help you. Yes. You know, we, we do a lot of stuff. We talk about a lot of things. And sometimes just a few questions getting answered will make the day and night difference whether you decide you want to do it or not. And anything we recommend doing is worth doing. It generally has the smart RV or stamp of approval on it. That's right. Unless I re pull it back. <laughs> retract it. <laughs> all right. So all the brands, though, are good brands. So I don't think you can go wrong. It's the one that's going to fit your needs. All right. Now... Time to move on to the next stop. So today we're going to visit Austin, Texas, and Alexis is going to show us around the big city and what happens oh there. Oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> 
Uh, this is a pretty cool place. Usually we don't hit big cities. We were kind of talking about that because um, it's harder for RVers to get around. But this place is is pretty unique. Um, they have a huge rodeo there uh, every year, which is just big because it's Texas. Everything's bigger. Um, but it's a pretty it's a pretty cool deal. There's a lot of events, a lot to see. Um, it's supposed to be just, you know, amazing. So something you might want to think about if you're in, interested in that. And then they have a very big music scene there as well. Um, tons of theaters, tons of concerts, all times of the year. You know, it, you just show up and you can probably go to one. So it doesn't take a whole lot of planning to to get on the music scene there. And then they have a really cool shopping district as well, um, downtown. So there's really something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, the big cities are pretty cool. Austin is definitely a big city. But, you yes. know, these big cities have a lot to offer. There's a lot they of do. energy there, a lot of things happening, you know. Even if you don't want to go there in your RV, yeah, you can park yeah. your RV on, you know, camp outside of the city yeah. somewhere. Yep. Rent a car for the day if you don't have something to drive, you exactly. know. Car yeah. rentals are fairly inexpensive. Yeah, for a day. Or... Buy some quiet cat e-bikes from us. There you go. The commuter models, and you could take those everywhere perfect you want to go. Perfect for a city. That'd be perfect. Hey, yeah. See, we have all the answers here. <laughs> we do. Oh. Do it. <laughs> but, you know, Austin is a really cool place. Um, in fact, Dallas, Fort Worth, they're cool places, yeah, too. They There's are. just yeah. things there. These big cities just have something, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would say even during the summertime, you know, it's mm -hmm. worth going there. Yeah. It's hot there, but you know what? There's so much air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. You do so fine. many things inside, <laughs> it doesn't matter, yeah. you know? Yeah, Even if you're there in an RV, your RV has air conditioning, you know? You don't have to stay there okay. for a month. If you just stay for a few days, you know, yeah. you had a trip passing through. Yep. So, yeah, there's a lot to do there. So now... I don't think we need to discuss about eating unless there's something you want to recommend. <laughs> I mean, I I always like to talk about food. The only thing I would recommend, uh -huh. I guess, would be try to hit a barbecue place. It's Texas. It's oh, going to be good. Yeah. So hit up something yeah. to hit with barbecue. <laughs> Some of those places have the best barbecue. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's, it, it's so good looking at the menu that... It's almost like you don't know what to get, so you're just ready to leave. Yeah, exactly. It's you know? overwhelming. It's so confusing. Oh, I want this. I want that. No, I'm just going to go across the street to the hamburger place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> barbecue is great. Yeah, so yes. that's a good point. I forgot mm -hmm. about the barbecue. Oh, yeah. All right. So then there's something on your notes here about uh, think vegetables. Um, yeah, let's forget that. Gross. Yeah, throw that out. Uh, local veggies. Yes. There's a place called Salty So. Um they have they pride themselves on using local meats and vegetables. So is that something that you are concerned about? That's pretty cool. Well, local stuff like that generally yeah. is better. It's really good. You yeah, know, it tastes it's, better, mm -hmm. better for you. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot of garbage in it. Exactly. And yeah. You support the locals, <laughs> which you know keeps getting worse and worse day by day. Oh yeah. So now, what about uh, RVers? Are they going to be able to to stay? Stay yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know. Usually I mention resorts, which I do have a couple on here. Austin Lone Star um, RV Resort. That's a big one. And then Austin East KOA as well. Um, there's so many options there. But I also just threw in a hotel, the Hilton Garden in downtown, because it's close to all of these things I mentioned uh -huh. above. So like you said, if you're if you're not going to RV there or if you're going to RV close and just want to stay a night, you know, right in the thick of it uh -huh. in the city, then you can go there. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so all these big cities are cool, but you got to check out Austin. There's yep. so much to do there. Yeah. 
<laughs> in fact, you know, there's a lot to do in Texas. So, you know, scope it out. Look yeah. at Texas as a state. Mm -hmm. um, yep. You know, if you look at it on a map, you know, depending on where you live, it might be a long trek to get there, but there's a lot to do there, a lot of places to go. You got the Gulf Coast, you oh, got yeah. the inland areas. Beautiful. Um, you know, mm -hmm. the borders like New Mexico and Texas, Arizona. So, so there's cool. a lot to do. Yep. So like we always say, this next stop is to get your appetite wet mm -hmm. so you can go explore someplace different, someplace yeah. you haven't been to before. Mm -hmm. Really check it out and have a good time, you know? Use that RV, make those memories in it. That's right. All <laughs> right, so now that wraps up Austin, and we're going to move on to RV Envy. Now today in RV Envy, we're going to talk about the Dometic water heaters. Dometic water heaters are kind of a new thing now because they replace the Atwood water heaters and the Atwood water heaters um, are no longer made. Dometic bought Atwood and did away with their water heaters and they have some great reasons why I'm sure we might not understand them but they do and that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic here. <laughs> so but they do make a great water heater. You know unfortunately if you have an Atwood water heater and the tank splits and it's not repairable you're pretty much not gonna be able to find a tank anymore you know some of the other repair parts are available but eventually you're gonna have to replace that atwood water heater and they go bad and that's that so there's no point in fighting it the medic has come out with their water heater that replaces it it's not an exact fit but they have a door option that makes it fit just so but their water heater is a better water heater the Dometic water heater would just flat out be a good upgrade even if your Atwood or Suburban water heater needed to be replaced to just go to the Dometic. It's more efficient, it's quieter, it's going to produce more gallons than what the rated tank size is. Like a six gallon water heater is efficient to a nine gallon capacity. Right. I'm not explaining that right, but you actually get more water than what the gallon capacity is. Very cool. Because they're so much more efficient. Oh, no. And we're going to do a video on that. Um, we've done one on the comparison of Atwood and uh, Dometic water heaters to yep. show you the difference and how to upgrade. But we're going to do one more on all the pros of the Dometic water heater. Uh -huh. But this is just getting it out there. You know, it's wintertime, so you're probably not using your RV. Some of you are, some of you aren't. So if you are using it, you're in Arizona, Texas, someplace like that as a winter visitor and your RV or your water heater fails, you have an Atwood, even a Suburban, it might be time to just look at that, the Dometics and just make the change. Mm -hmm. And they have door kits to make it work with whatever brand. So it's a good way to go. And they have the 10 gallon, which is a direct replacement as well. So just check it out. If it's coming to that point in time, don't panic. Don't try to, you know, scour the world trying to find an Atwood water heater if that's what you have. Just get the Dometic and the door kit and call it a day. You will be happy. You won't regret that purchase. All right, so that's going to make your neighbors envy because you're going to have more hot water than they do. You're not going to be complaining about your water. You're going to be loving your water. Where They're going to be complaining all the time. So you will be a happy camper, as they say. All right, so now check it out on Smart RV Part Center for more information on the Dometic water heaters. And it'll also be on, smart RVer, on the smartrver.com as well. 
And as always, these links are in the podcast, so you don't even have to think about it. If you just check out the podcast, the notes on, if you're using iTunes, whatever you use, you can always see this stuff. So it's there. So that's going to conclude the show today. And I want to thank everybody for stopping by and listening and uh, sharing it with your friends and neighbors and fellow RVers. So this is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer Podcast. It's been great hanging out with you today. If I don't see you on the road, let's connect at thesmartrver.com.